The story of the Akedah is unquestionably one of the most remarkable stories in Jewish tradition. It demonstrates the amazing devotion of Avraham Avinu, his Mesiris Nefesh, his commitment to follow Hashem's will, even under the most challenging circumstances. And more than that, Avraham Avinu did it with great simcha, with great joy. And Chazal tells Yachtov, both Avraham and Yitzhak went with great simcha to do the Akedah. But in essence, the story of the Akedah is full of contradictions. Chazal tell us that while Avraham Avinu on the one hand went besimcha and bezrizus, as the Alter Rebbe says in Ikeras HaKedosh, there was also some crying. As the Medrash says, that when Yitzhak Avinu was lying there by the Akedah and Avraham Avinu was about to pick up the knife and sacrifice his son, their eyes locked and Yitzchak and Avram both burst into tears. And they both were weeping so hard that he says that Avram's entire body was covered in tears. And then Avram said to Yitzchak, my son, that I pray that Hashem will find a sacrifice instead of you. Another sacrifice. And it says that he cried hysterically. Ge'iya gedoyla, ge'iya gedoyla. And his eyes were And he cried out and he says, He literally cried out for help from Hashem. Now what's going on over here? Is Avram Besimcha ready to go and sacrifice his son? And as Chazal tells us that when the Malach came and said, He objected, he was very disappointed because he was so anxious to do Hashem's will. He was so excited and so enthusiastic. And here, the Medrash tells us he was actually weeping and crying and praying that Hashem should find a substitute for Yitzchak. We also know what Chazal tells us about Avraham Avinu when he said, when he said to his two young men who escorted them, he said, that we, you, you stay here, and I and my son, and Koi was a remes, I'm going to go and see what will happen to Hashem's promise, that you, my children will come from Yitzchak. The Jewish nation will emerge from my son Yitzchak, and now he's telling me to slaughter him. I'm going to find out how this will all materialize. So there's really a contradiction. So the Shlua Kaddish in this parish has a long discussion on this. But uh, to go and explain and, and um, you know, record here the entire Shlua is, is, uh, would be impossible. But there's one point that he makes that is very, very powerful. He says we find in Chazal two things or two reasons, two events that led to the Akeda Nisoyen, the test of the Akeda. One pshat is that there was a conversation between Yishmol and Yitzchak, that Yishmol said to Yitzchak, he bragged and said, I let myself be circumcised at age 13. You were circumcised at the age eight days old when you had no choice, but I was willing to sacrifice myself and suffer the, and endure the suffering of Bris Mila. And Yitzhak responded to this and said, 
what this is I'm not impressed with the fact that you were willing to endure the bris mila. If Hashem would have asked me now to sacrifice my whole life, I'd do it gladly. And because Yitzchak said this, Hashem tested uh, the Akedah, the test of the Akedah, to see whether Yitzchak will really live up to what he proclaimed to Yishmael. It was a test to see that Yitzchak can actually live up to that level of devotion and commitment and be a korban for Kodesh Bochum. The other reason, Chazal said, the other event that may have um, inspired the test of the Akedah was that the Satan criticized Avraham and said that Avraham Avinu had made a big party when Yitzchak was weaned from nursing from his mother. And it says, Yitzchak, and he made a big party and he invited many guests, a big feast. And the Satan says he didn't even offer one sacrifice for you. He entertained all his guests with a lavish feast, but for you he offered nothing. And that led to Hashem saying to the certain uh, Avraham Avinu, he's very devoted to me. And I'll prove it to you that even if I asked him to sacrifice his son, the whole feast he made for his son, in celebration of Hashem giving him a son, if I ask him to sacrifice that son now, he'd do it gladly. And that's what led to this request, this very unusual request that Hashem asked Avraham Avinu, go and sacrifice his son. Says the Shlaw that there is two reasons both are emes, but the two opposite reasons. If what inspired the test of the Akedo was the criticism of the Satan, it means that the Akedo came from a negative source. It was inspired by a negative event. The Satan attacked Avram Avinu, criticized him, and as a result, Avram had to prove himself. Avram had this criticism of the Satan hovering over him. In order to alleviate that criticism, Avraham Avinu had to prove himself and bring his son to the Akedah. If it's because Yitzhak Avinu expressed this aspiration to be a korban for Hashem, then it's a positive thing. It's, a, it's expressing that Akedah was a way to give a chance for Yitzhak Avinu to fulfill and to realize his own spiritual aspiration to become a korban to Hashem. So Avraham Avinu, he said, this is what Hadoui de Shlo puts it. Avraham Avinu was not sure which event is the real reason for the Akedah. So if it's a negative event, if it's an event that um, was inspired by the criticism of the Sutton, it was a way to alleviate the, the, the critique of the Sutton, then this is a bad thing. And then he davened to Hashem, please, get me out of the hands and the grip of the Satan. That his criticism should not force me to, to kill my son. If the whole Akedah Nisayim was a way to show and demonstrate and give an opportunity to Yitzchak to fulfill his aspiration to be close to Hashem through Mesiris Nefesh, then that's a good thing. They went besimcha. But what were they? Were they besimcha or were they sad? They seemed to express both. Says the Shlo, both were true. And there's always two sides to this. When I say always, because all Mesiris Nefesh throughout history is modeled after the Akedah. We know that the Akedah is sort of the, the preeminent 
event of Mesiris Nefesh, where all, all Mesiris Nefesh, all Jews, every single Jew in history, has ever exhibited a sense of Mesiris Nefesh, giving his life or her life up, Al-Kiddush Hashem, is seen as a, inspired by the story of Avraham Avinu and Akedah. And in every Mesiris Nefesh, in every Kiddush Hashem, there's two sides to the story. We call it a Kiddush Hashem. It's a mitzvah to see a bracha. We're not doing the Holocaust. There were great rabbanim who were waiting to be sent to the gas chambers and were arguing what's the exact nusach bracha, like Hashem. We know there were chsidim, gerich chsidim, they say, who were marching to the gas chamber with a dance, with a march of victory. And there's a special dance, a nigan that's known, the Kedoshim tans, that they still sing today by the chsidim ger. So on the one hand, the Jews saw this as a glorious moment when a Jew can demonstrate his total devotion to Kaddish Baruch. On the other hand, is it really a Kiddush Hashem that a Goy has the opportunity and the power to cut short the life of a Jew who was meant to bring Kedusha into the world, bring godly light into the world through Terem. It's just nice. Life has been cut short. And evil, the forces of evil, managed to cut down the agents of Kedusha, Am Yisrael, and stop them from continuing their missions, their life's mission. Is that a happy moment? Is it a Kedusha Hashem? They say there was a Rav in, uh, during the war, a Rebbe, a Rav, that they, had, they told them that uh, the Nazis killed 50 Jews. In the, the person who reported this said to this Rebbe, 50 Jews were Mekadosh Hashem And he said, this is a Kiddush Hashem? The Nazis killed 50 Jews? That's a Chilol Hashem. If you told me that 50 Nazis got killed, that would be a Kiddush Hashem. So what was this Rebbe saying? There's always two sides. When you talk about from the perspective of the Jew who demonstrated his willingness to dial Kiddush Hashem, or even if it wasn't willingly, like the Nazis, they killed Jews even if you, they didn't give you a choice. But self called self, you were killed as a Jew. The statement you made that being a Jew is so dear and so precious. Your belief in one God is so valuable that it's even worth giving up your life for. The statement that this Jew makes through being Mason Nefesh, or Kiddush Hashem, is so loud and so powerful, it will leave for generations to come an imprint, an everlasting impression by the importance of monotheism. So, of course, there's a Kiddush Hashem there. On the other hand, what will happen to all the mitzvahs and all the good and all the, maybe the children that this person could have had that would have continued his legacy? All of that has been c- cut short. There's clearly the Satan behind the killing of Jews, Al-Kiddush Hashem, and there is also the declaration of Yitzchak that is echoed through the voices and through the actions of millions of Jews who were willing to sacrifice their lives on Kiddush Hashem. The voice of Yitzchak to say, I'm ready to give my life for Hashem. But that cannot, that these, two, these two underlying factors are not mutually exclusive. They're both there. That's why we don't celebrate persecution. We don't ask Hashem for it. We ask Hashem the opposite. But when it happens, 
and a Jew does give up his life, yes, he's a Kaddish. We glorify it. This Fasema says a Gishmak avot. When Avraham Avinu says, when Niva na nilchat koyin, Chazal say, he was saying, I want to find out what will happen to the promise for koyin zaracha, that your children will be like the stars. Now, how will that be fulfilled if I'm going to kill Yitzchak? I want to find out. He says this Fasema is koyin, as we know, is chofhei. Koyin means something that's not clear. It's so so. So we saw this koy Omar Hashem and Zeh Hadova. Zeh means clarity. Zeh, you can point with the finger. Koy means something that's not clear. We know that the world was created in Chof Hei Elul. Koy, Koy. Chof Hei is, is the, the letters for the word Koy. But Rosh Hashanah, which is the day Adam and Chava were created, it's called Zeh Hayoyim Tchelas Masecha. It's called, this is the day. And the davening of Rosh Hashanah said, this is Zeh. Because until Adam and Chava came to the world, the world was dark. It was Koy. It was not clear who is the creator. Only Adam Echava, when the human being came into the world, he was able to enlighten the world about Zeh, with clarity that this is, there's only one God, and he's in charge of everything. Avraham Avinu said to his Na'arav, let me see how this future, that we, Koi, when Elcha'at Koi, how this Koi will be transformed into Zeh. If my son gets killed today, how will that future transformation from Koi to Zeh, the elevation and transformation of the world into a godly place, how will that happen? In other words, Avonim said, there is definitely another side to this. Yes, the simcha of having the privilege of fulfilling Hashem's will, but also there is a sadness. How will the world uh, turn out? What will be the future of the world? Where will the Koi, who will transform the Koi?